0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Tammy for a Change. This is, welcome to the second in our series, our Break It Better series. And this week, we are talking about negative self-talk. The stories we tell ourselves shape our lives. They shape who we believe we are. And this belief translates into who we become. John Asraf. It's time to talk about negative self-talk. We all do it. Most of the time, we don't even realize we are doing it. Sometimes we know we do it, but everyone does it. Other times we recognize we do it and know it's not a good choice, but how do you stop it? Do we even need to stop it? I mean, it seems harmless enough, right? Wrong. It's bleeding into all sorts of places in your life and mucking them up. Honest, it is. By definition, negative self-talk is any inner dialogue you have with yourself that may be limiting your ability to believe in yourself and your abilities and to reach your full potential. It is any thought that diminishes your ability to make positive changes in your life and build the confidence in yourself to reach those goals. What does it sound like? See, that's the thing. It's a sneaky little bugger. Perhaps you may be old enough to remember the movie, The Gremlins, or you have really cool parents who made, you, made sure you watched it <laughs> in the movie. There were these adorable little creatures that looked cuddly, and they had endearing little voices. But when exposed to water, or bright light, bright light, or ate after midnight, they turned into scaly reptile-like monsters, which wreaked havoc and chaos and turned, into, turned all mean and nasty. I would describe negative self-talk as your gremlin. It starts out as something all innocent and cute, and then turns into a hard-to-control monster. Once, I went all the way to Walmart and forgot my debit card. Immediately, I thought, and maybe even said aloud, oh, I'm so dumb. Now, I'm definitely not really dumb. I'm actually quite intelligent most of the time. It was something anyone can do, yet my first instinct was to belittle myself. What's so wrong with a little self-criticism? Absolutely nothing if that criticism turns it towards something positive and constructive. However, when it becomes a habit, and then I start believing it. I may suddenly decide I can't accomplish certain things in my life because I don't believe I'm bright enough. I once tried on a pair of pants I thought would fit me, and when they didn't, what did I say? Ugh, I'm so fat. Now I could stand to lose now could I stand to lose a few pounds? Yes, I actually could stand to lose quite a few. And by some standards I probably am fat. But here's the thing. If I tell myself I'm fat, I feel fat, and I act fat, and I think like a fat girl, and I eat like a fat girl. And now I've just sabotaged myself and ruined any hopes I have to become thinner. One of my best friends once told me that she used to think to herself when walking into a room that everyone was thinking and perhaps even saying, here comes the fat girl. Now, I can tell you for an absolute fact that I was saying, here comes my friend. I never once thought, here comes my fat friend. We just recently talked about how she told herself that story for a very long time. We also discussed how long after other people stopped calling her fat, she called herself fat over and over in her mind. And that thinking did not help her to become the skinny girl she is now one tiny bit. Sometimes it's much more subtle and we don't even realize we're doing it. I once bought a scratch-off lottery ticket. I didn't win. What did I say? I never win. Or if it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Or the even more super subtle thing that I hear every time something goes wrong from people. Well, that's just my luck. We believe what we tell ourselves. Once I wasn't invited to some event and my feelings were really hurt, What did I tell myself? They must not like me. There must be something wrong with me. What is wrong with me? What can I do to be different or better so they will like me? Have you ever said those things? Do any of the following statements sound like something you've ever said to yourself? I'm so ugly. I'm not good enough. I would fail. I need to change. I need to be different. I need to be better. I can't. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm not smart enough. I don't know how. I'm unforgivable. I'm not worth it. And even this, I hate myself. These are lies you are telling yourself. Remember those gremlins? Negative self-talk becomes a monster and starts eating everything. It eats away at you. It starts eating away at your dreams and devouring any opportunities. Soon you're giving up on your goals, squashing your passion, and throwing away the chance to experience real joy. You allow it to muck up your vision and cloud any chances to become what you were meant to be. Sometimes we even take the one little statement and create a whole story around the lie. So how do we throw water on the gremlin and stop the habit of negative self-talk? That's the real reason we are here. We must recognize and realize when we do it. Pause and do a mindset shift into something positive. We need to tell ourselves a new story. Here are six fun little pause and shift strategies which may help you begin. One, stop the monster. Call yourself lucky and only use, that's just my luck, every time something good happens to you. You can use this tactic on any of the negative things you tell yourself on a regular basis. Choose kindness, number two. Talk to yourself the way you would talk to your child, or if you can't relate to that because you don't have children, talk to yourself as you would your best friend, your sister, your mother, your grandma, anyone you would be kind to all the time. Number three, focus on your purpose. Ask yourself if what you're saying to yourself is moving you towards your goals and serving your purpose. Does it help you to say, I'll never be good enough? No, but it might have to say, I'm going to achieve great things. Four, be a believer. If you don't believe in manifesting, pretend or choose to believe that whatever you tell yourself will become your reality. What is the harm in believing? None. And there is great power in believing in yourself and good things coming your direction. Five, choose gratitude. Be grateful for all the things you love about yourself on a regular basis. Start today six opposite actions replace one negative statement you say to yourself often with a positive one i don't know how maybe you're replaced with i can learn how to do that i would love to leave you with a new list of statements to tell yourself so here they are everything will work out things will get better i am important kind and good i am worthy of great things i am lovable I can do or be anything I set my mind to and am willing to work for. The best is yet to come. Something good comes from everything. I am strong. I can do great things. I am meant for more. I can achieve anything I believe I can achieve. There are plenty of people in this world who will put you down, mock your dreams, and challenge who you are. Don't let that be you. We develop this negative self-talk and get into the habit of being more and more judgmental and critical of ourselves, and soon we're doing the same thing to everyone, everyone around us. It can also work in the opposite direction, my friends. You start out being critical and judgy of others, and soon you're doing the same thing to yourself. A kind, healthy person does not speak ill of others, least of all themselves. I promise you it will not build you up, make you feel or look better, or diminish your shortcomings or weaknesses to put someone else down. Or to put yourself down in front of others. Why do I think this is so important? We believe what we tell ourselves. We become what we believe. Let's choose our words wisely. I want to leave you with the quote I started with. The stories we tell ourselves shape our lives. They shape who we believe we are. And this belief translates into who we become. John Assaraf. That's it, folks, our little Sunday short in the second in our Break It Better series, Negative Self Talk. If you are enjoying our Sunday shorts and our Break It Better series, please feel free to head on over and give it five stars or share it with somebody that you think it might help. And just have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening friends and just in case you missed it, the first in the series of our Break It Better Habit series is right after this. So stay tuned. Hello friends and welcome to Tammy for a Change. This is your Sunday Short. We are starting a series called the Break It Better series. We are all creatures of habit. Unless you're a nun, a habit is defined as a regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Our habits are so ingrained in us by the time we reach adulthood, we do some things without even thinking. I once watched a video of a person who had been hit in the head with an axe while sleeping, get up and perform his regular morning routine. He got up, dressed, got the paper, locked himself out, retrieved the spare key from under the mat, unlocked the door, poured cereal and milk in a bowl, all before finally stopping. His routine, his habits were so established and deeply rooted that he performed them even after he was technically deceased. Habits can be harder to break than a steel reinforced concrete diamond. I stole that line because I thought it was kind of funny. How do we develop habits? Habits start with a psychological pattern called a habit loop, which is a three-part process. First, there is a trigger or the cue that tells your brain to do some automatic thing or behavior. Then there is a routine, which is developed over time and is built by doing certain activities or behaviors over and over again, immediately following that cue or trigger. Lastly, there's a reward. What are you getting out of the habit or developing the routine? Not all habits are bad and need to be broken. For example, brushing your teeth every day is a good habit. Keep that stuff up. Incidentally, most hygiene habits are good ones and should be continued. Some habits, however, are unhealthy or destructive to your, either your mind, your body or your spirit. Those are the habits we're talking about today. Some of them at least. Actually, I don't even want to talk about specific habits or routines. I just want you to recognize and realize the ones you have which need to be broken. I also want you to realize and recognize the power you have to break them. And in doing so, create a better version of yourself. That is my hope for you. Okay, okay, we are way into this thing and I haven't even begun to get to the point. Whatever habit you have that is holding you back from becoming the best version of you, it is not worth holding on to any longer. I know it's comfy and cozy in your little habit hole, but you see, that's the thing about habits and holes. The longer you stay in that spot, the more comfortable it is, even if it's not good for you, even if it's harmful to you, even if it's harmful or upsetting to others. Whether it's smoking, spending too much time on Facebook, drinking, poor posture, bullying, complaining, overeating, being negative, criticizing, or damaging self-talk, You have the power and the intelligence and the strength to change. Now, I get it. Breaking habits is tough, but you are tougher. Breaking a habit isn't fun, but getting rid of the negative thing that is making you less happy or less healthy is very fun. And becoming the best version of yourself is exhilarating and worth doing. Many people have asked me questions like, how do you just be positive? Or how can you be positive when so many bad things are happening? I've even heard it is impossible to be happy and positive when everything around you is bad. This may become the Break It Better series because there are so many things I have to say about this. Gee, maybe it's even a book. But alas, I digress. Let's first tackle being positive. I am certain there have been many times when you're just going about the business of being happy and and you heard something upsetting or you saw a post about something negative happening in the world and it upset you. The key is how long you allow that upset to upset you. There's a meme that says one positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. I don't disagree. It could stand to reason then though that one negative thing or one thing you didn't like could ruin your whole day. Here is where we fall right smack dab into a dichotomy, friends. While it's true a call or a text or reading something good and positive could start your day off right and with you in a beautiful state of mind, I believe that getting cut off in traffic should not ruin that day and will not ruin your mood unless you choose to let it. Remember the habit loop? Well, let's think of it as a muscle that we can strengthen. You didn't build that habit overnight and you won't build the new one overnight. Here's the thing, a Buick is built in a day, but it takes six months to build a Rolls Royce. That's another one I stole. I thought that was a pretty good analogy for that which is worth having takes longer to build. It does take a while to build that good habit of looking at the world in a positive light. It does take some time to teach yourself to remain positive during negative or uncertain times. I promise you, it will be time well spent. There's another quote which I love, which says, happy people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything they have. And Abraham Lincoln said, most people are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. I would like to give you some tools. The next time you're having a great day and some bad thing comes on the radio, a.k.a. a trigger, I want you to immediately hit the pause button before you react. The pause button in your mind, not the one on the radio the next time you are gardening gardening and you think start thinking about all the bad things going on in the world today or all the bad in your own little place in the world pause take a moment to acknowledge the negative thing say a little prayer or spend a couple seconds on sending some kind of positive thought to that situation then and here's the key i want you to consider i want you to consciously replace that negative thought with something happy and nice. If someone cuts you off in traffic, you realize how much it ticked you off, you pause, and then you think to yourself, wow, they must really be in a hurry to get somewhere important. I hope they make it there in time. You might even add, I am grateful they made it in the line of traffic, but only do this if you can really be authentic and feel grateful. The more you use these tools, the more real it will become though, and you may even, want to think about the time you were in such a hurry, you were the one accidentally cutting someone off in traffic. I never ever flip anyone off in traffic. In fact, I have developed my own little way of dealing with, the way, with it when people flip me off. I wave in a very friendly way. I have even been known to blow a kiss to a person who is removed in traffic. <laughs> I haven't been killed for that yet. One tip or trick I use is gratitude. If you can recognize a negative thought, acknowledge it, pause, replace it with any kind of authentic gratitude, you are well on your way to becoming a happier, more positive person. I do this all of the time. I may have something irritating or upsetting happen. I react. But then I stop myself and I think of all the good things I can think of and express gratitude for. All that is happy and wonderful and fulfilling and right. And suddenly that bad negative thing doesn't mean as much anymore. I took all the space, it, was, it took all of the space it was taking up in my head, I filled it up with positive stuff, and then that negative or bad just didn't have enough room to exist in my mind anymore. You might even want to give yourself a mechanism to use when this happens, such as squeezing your finger or biting your lip, just as a gentle reminder that it is time to pause and make a better choice. This is going to be called the Break It Better series. Why break it better? because the easiest way to break a habit is to replace it that habit with you guessed it some better habit smokers quit smoking by chewing gum or chewing on a toothpick we are going to replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts or gratitude or both next week i hope you can join us when we talk about negative self-talk and the quote for today Depending on what they are, our habits will either make us or break us. We become what we repeatedly do. That's it, friends. A little Sunday short for you. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you will share it if it meant something to you. I hope you will pop over and give it five stars if you liked it. Rate, review, share, um, and I just hope you have a great day, friends. Thanks for listening.